Hey, and welcome to the first episode of the Sales Dads Podcast. My name's Mac. I wanted to start today and kind of go over a little bit about my goals for the podcast and talk a little bit more about my inspiration and reasons behind wanting to do it. Uh, to start off, I just wanted to share a little bit about myself and then also talk a little bit about some of my goals and, and who I'm hoping to have on this podcast, uh, along with talking about some of the things I want to maintain uh, throughout each episode as much as possible. Uh, talking about myself, you know, I've actually um, been in sales nearly my entire career. I, I grew up in a family where both of my parents worked in the sales field. Uh, my father was in the wine and liquor industry. Uh, my mother was in the grocery sales business. And to that end, since I graduated college, I've primarily been in consulting and recruitment roles, while I've also built up a portfolio of real estate investment for myself. I'm a married father of three. I'm in a suburb of Nashville, and I like to spend my time outside with my family uh, on our farm and, and traveling when I find the time to do so. And as you're going to learn in these episodes, I struggle to balance my time with my family, which is why I started this podcast. I really wanted to have a creative outlet for myself to not simply burn out in my everyday job, but to make sure I was being fulfilled in other outlets. Frankly, I wanted to also keep myself accountable for the things that I'm hoping that I'll do, spending more time with my family, prioritizing them. And that's something that we're going to talk a little bit more about each episode. So the goals for this podcast are simple. I want to create a community, a community of open conversation, understanding that you're not alone in your own pathway. Every one of us that has children, every one of us that has a spouse, we know that we have expectations placed upon us. And being in direct sales roles, we understand that that's not always easy. You know, sometimes your spouse may not understand why you're frustrated and angry. Um, they may not understand that you're getting frustrated because something's not closing like you think it might. And they think it's just a normal thing and it'll get better. But we're performers. We hold ourselves accountable because we're providers for our family. We're providers for our children. And so I want to remind you that we're all going through this. I want, to, I want to keep these conversations going so you have multiple different examples of seeing other people going through this so you can re-engage and keep yourself focused on the future and continuing to improve. I think at the next part of this process that I want to focus on it is making sure that you are doing what I'm struggling the most with, and that's to maintain communication and connection with your family. The number one thing that I forget to do for myself is to separate my work life from my family life. As my career has gone on, I personally tend to find myself spending more time working where at this point I almost work, well, excuse me, I do work six days a week and sometimes I bleed into seven. You know, my number one purpose in life is to be a father and yet I'm not spending as much time with my children as I would like to be. But it's not because I can't, it's because I'm getting myself locked away in, in my performance. So one of the main goals for this podcast is I want to make sure that I am connected with my community, excuse me, I'm connected with my family and trying to get you to do the same. One of the best pieces of advice I think I ever received shortly before getting married to my wife uh, was from the pastor that was doing our premarital counseling. His name was Todd Teller, and he's a, a pastor at Christ Presbyterian Church here in Nashville. And Todd once told me, you need to die to yourself every day in service to your spouse. And I really, really was struck by that, at how quickly I connected with that and trying to put others first. And I'll be the first person to admit that it is not always easy. And there are, I'm assuming, hundreds, if not thousands of times at this point where that has not always been the case. Uh, but it's something to live for. It's something to strive for. And recently in a conversation with a, a friend of mine named Ben, who is a very talented timber frame carpenter, 
he used that exact same application to his children. He reminded me that we have to die every day in service to our children. And that's when I realized that I had the problem that I wasn't spending as much time with my family as I needed to be. Even though I saw them and I was present, I wasn't getting that in-depth quality time with them and building the memories that they deserve and that I also want. So I want to talk about tactics and ways that you can be focusing and scheduling that family time so you're not missing out on it. The worst thing that you could ever do is to let your life go by and miss the childhood of your kids. Now, to get into a little bit of a different side of this, I want to hold you accountable. I, I think one of the things that we unfortunately do in the sales field is we get lazy. Um, we don't hold ourselves accountable to our own performance. We don't set standards for ourselves. Frankly, we tend to get too comfortable. And with comfort starts problems. Some of these episodes are going to be a little bit more direct. Frankly, I'm a very big fan of the movie The Boiler Room. And um, you can probably pick up on that from the slogan of the podcast. Um, some of these episodes are going to be a little bit more tense. They're going to be focused on you holding yourself accountable in your specific sales role, making sure that you are doing the proper steps to perform and that you're not cutting corners. There may be some choice language. Not that that's the intent of this podcast, but as some of us understand in this world, sometimes our, our words get the best of us. That aside, I do want to challenge you to step up. I want to challenge you to hold yourself to a, a level that you haven't held yourself to in a long time, because if you can shoot for that, I believe that you might be able to end your work day earlier and get to your family sooner. And one of the last two things I want to cover is also talking about, you know, creating a better balance of both your mental and physical health. Um, that is the second area that I really personally need the most growth in as I let my work consume me more than I should. Uh, unfortunately, uh, in my recent years, I've actually dealt with a back issue. I've actually been a practitioner of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. I currently hold a blue belt, but due to a back issue, I've not been able to train in some time. And I've technically let that get worse because I've not kept myself consistent in the gym. I also want to be talking about ways that you can balance your work life, your family life, along with your own physical training, so you can give more of yourself in your daily life with your family and your job. The last piece I want to cover here in terms of the specifics of the podcast itself is who's going to be on it. Again, this is a podcast focused on men. This is the Sales Dads podcast. But I'm not going to shy away from having different types of backgrounds, different individuals, on this podcast. There will be men, there will be women here. This is about the sharing of ideas of how you can grow to be a better parent, a better spouse, and a better just performing individual on your team. Therefore, I hope to bring in individuals of multiple different sales roles, different companies and organizations from all across the country. People in blue collar fields of work to white collar fields of work to show that all of us go through similar experiences. The last part of the time that we're going to spend today, I do want to go over one important thing, and that's the importance of your time. I think too many of us frequently forget the importance of time and that it's our greatest asset. It's finite and it will end. Too many of us put something off until tomorrow. They tell their children we'll do it next week, and that week turns into six weeks, and those six weeks turns into six months. I'm guilty of this too. For me, time is the most precious gift that I can give my children. It's the most precious gift that I can give my spouse. And frankly, it's the most precious gift I can give myself to reset 
and make sure I'm prepared to give my all, not only to them, but also in my work life. I want to encourage you to take better note of how you're spending your time. Track it. Live by it. I think something that's important to talk about here is understanding how others value their time. Recently, I was having a conversation with a friend that was looking to make some investments. And in conversation, he was describing the individual that he was working with before making the decision to move some money with some into an account with this organization. And I asked him if the gentleman he was speaking to wore a watch. And my friend was a little bit taken aback by that. He, he did not really see the, the purpose in that question. And he was almost offended as if I was judging the individual for not wearing a watch. Now, first of all, I like watches. Uh, it's something I, I enjoy. I'm fascinated by um, automatic watches specifically and everything that goes behind designing them and making them run appropriately. But the purpose of my question was not to be judgmental of the individual for having a watch. The purpose of my question was to understand how that individual values their time. I know many people today will simply use their smartphone uh, to check their time. But to me, that can lead to other distractions. I wear a watch to check my time and keep myself balanced and in check, not to get consumed by the brag board, which is what I refer to Instagram and other formats of social media. When my close friend responded that no, the individual had not worn a watch, my opinion was simply this. I would not invest my money with someone that does not value their own time. Because if someone doesn't value their time, how can I believe that they would value mine? Your time is what makes you successful if you use it effectively. Track it, live by it, make sure that you're giving your all with it. I wanna thank you for being here. I wanna thank you for sharing that time with me today. And I'm glad that we could continue the conversation in the future.